Hey everyone, this is Leticia from Paris and you're listening to Powerful Podcasting Stories, the show that reveals how podcasters, creators and editors around the world do it behind the scenes, behind the microphone. I challenged myself to get at least 100 episodes in 10 days. Are you curious enough to know if I succeeded or not? Well, you have to keep listening. Today, we're talking about time spent with a podcaster who produces podcasts faster than usual. What's their process to produce more episodes in less time? Let's listen to our guest's powerful story. Hello, my name is Swire Ho, and the name of my company is Garuda Promo and Branding Solutions. We're in the promotional product industry. I'm the host of my podcast that's called The Small Business Show, and I'm originally from Hong Kong live in Los Angeles for the past 20 some odd years now. What is your podcast show about? And why did you start? Tell us more about your intention and motivation. My podcast interview guests and experts in their own field. My goal is to use this podcast as a platform to teach small business owner and entrepreneur tips and tricks that would help to succeed. Because from my entrepreneur journey back in 2003, I made a lot of mistakes and I have found that I don't have the type of resources that are available at the time. So I, it's my goal trying to give back and to interview these experts, trying to extract information that are helpful to a lot of small business owners. How much time did it take you to produce your first episode and your latest episode? Draw the difference by specifying how much time has passed between your first and latest episode, and how much episodes have you produced so far. I've recorded about 86 episodes uh, as of today. My first episode, I always remember that. You know, I do the show with video. So for my first guest, it's before the pandemic. So I actually rented a room at my local uh, chamber of commerce i brought all my equipment all the lighting and all the microphones there and then my guest showed up uh, we sit down and we talk for about 30 minutes so that recording experience took about two hours and then when i get home it took me probably about three to five hours to edit that first episode uh, in episode 96 uh, i've been using a program called Streamyard. I still use the video and we go live on LinkedIn and YouTube. And I'll take the audio portion of the conversation and turn it into an audio podcast. I spent about 90 minutes to edit and mix things sounds nice for a 30 minutes episode. So I think I am improving, right? So compared to the first episode, I'm much more efficient and to the point to what I needed to do for recording the podcast. What changed? Is the team still the same? Has the process changed? What made it faster? My mantra is always do more with less. And I think one good thing happens during the pandemic is people are embracing technology a lot faster than they would before. I started a show more than two years ago. If two years ago you asked the guest to be on a video call with you, chances are they don't have the equipment set up. But now almost everyone has access to a webcam. A lot of my guests has 
better microphone or even a decent uh, earbuds from uh, Apple's. The team is still the same. It's just me. <laughs> the process is different. You know, there are online tools, calendar links that are available to me. So instead of going back and forth to make the appointment, so I think that's one thing that we don't talk about is how can you get on the show more streamlined? Because I'm a very small team of one. This actually make it go a lot smoother. And then the same calendar link can actually remind the guests that they are going to be on the show two days before or whatever time that I set with them. And the same link can be on the email. So I think an online meeting uh, have made things so much smoother and more streamlined for my point of view. Was speed affecting your audience growth and consistency? Did you lose motivation because it was slow? Yes, slow is not fast, but you can only perfect a skills once you take your time to really practice day in and day out. So I feel like this is the process that I'm learning through the podcast. There are obviously right amount of tools and services available for a fee to make the podcast be better. And there are certain things that I could do to promote the show for uh, audience growth. To be consistent, I looked at and wanted to find motivation in topics really that are very intrigued me, which I know nothing about. For example, I actually interviewed Carl Robinson from Rumble Studio about being a guest on the Small Business Show. And he actually mentioned the keyword asynchronous podcasting. I knew nothing about that when I uh, interviewed him before the show. But once he pointed out the idea, I actually took my time to read up on it. And right now, uh, get to the point after I just interviewed him today, actually, and to the point that I'm considering using that for my own business. So I think it's not about how fast you grow the audience. You got to do pay the expectation of what are your goals wanted to do this podcast. And then that's how you can stay motivated because if you know that you're working towards your goal, you don't have to get fast and be there today. As long as you know that you're making progress and you're making improvement every time. And I feel that I'm still motivated to do the show because I'm learning and I'm growing every episode. Should creators or podcasters be investing more money to get out an episode faster? That's a great question. And the short answer, it depends, right? So if it's, it's available to you and you have a lot of money, so the answer will be yes. But a lot of time, podcasters are a one-man show like myself. There are a number of services for a fee that you could help at a certain point. And obviously, there are services out there to do a show for you properly. So you do get more hands-off approach. But then obviously you got to uh, pay for a fee. I think it have to be consistent. If you are dropping an episode, let's say every week or every two weeks, uh, plan your schedule around that. You know, if you need more time, then you need more time. But I, I do agree that sometimes when I'm also a guest on other people's podcasts, and if it takes up to six to nine months, that's kind of too long. So, but I think within four weeks, then you are pretty okay. 
Do you believe that asynchronous interviews are the future of speed in podcasting? If yes, what are the benefits? And if not, why not? Again, this is a it depends question, right? So I do believe that asynchronous podcasting is the way to go. For example, in my business promotional product, the most frequently asked question from a prospect to me is, what is the best item I should buy? And then if I tell them it depends, they don't like the answer. So what if I could start a podcast and then I send the same question, what is the best item that you think people should buy to all my clients? And then even if 10% of them actually respond to my requests for uh, being on the podcast. So actually, I actually have 10 people with uh, the sound that they can use, the data that I have for the business to help my later audience or later prospect. So I think asynchronous interviews are the way to go. It's not going to take over a actual in-person with a host interview, but then it could accommodate sometimes if you wanted to reach out, especially if you want to get clever soundbite from so-called experts, then you can actually send out a lot of interviews out. Not all of them are going to reply, but then you will get some people who are interested, like what I'm doing right now, uh, to give inputs and opinions on, on what you're looking for. And finally, what advice would you give to someone trying to reduce the time spent on a podcast? Any tips? Definitely look at technology. Technology is something that can really help you, for example, for scheduling, which to some might take a lot of time. How do you find a good guest? How do you make sure that they show up? You know, how do you make sure that you follow up afterwards? There are actually a lot of tools that you could find with calendar links. Then you can schedule a person. They can book you, find the right time that you and the guests are available. I think that's great. And for the technical side on the audio, make sure that you invest in the right equipment. If you have the right equipment, you have the right sound, you actually will spend much less time trying to fix things afterwards. So if you are serious about podcasting, do invest uh, uh, the right piece of equipment. And at the end, you know, if you don't have the expertise and or the skills to do the editing, you know, there are people for hire, you know, so they could probably do it much faster than you do. Obviously, you have to pay a fee. If not, you you'll have to do that. But think about things that you are good at doing. Do that yourself. And things that you don't want to do at all, you know, that's when you want to hire out. Thank you so much for taking the time to answer to all of these questions. I hope you enjoyed recording this interview asynchronously. See you soon. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. To know more about your guest, you can find all the links in the description below, including a special link. If you're a podcaster and would like to participate as a guest, go ahead and be my guest. This challenge was recorded asynchronously on Rumble Studio. If you too want to create podcasts at scale, try it for free. Well, With this episode, I'm 1% closer to my goal. But have I reached 100? See you in the next episode.